Hello, and welcome to another episode of Twisted Tales with Faith and Lisa. And we're here. Kind of. Yeah, I'm sleepy. Sunday, man. It is a day of rest. It is a day of rest. For a reason. And here we are talking about this scrap. So entertain me, Lisa. Entertain you. Did you know? Okay, I don't know if this is relevant, and I didn't have time to um, really research. So feel free to tell me if I'm wrong, peeps, because we've got some new Facebook followers. Yeah, we do. Woohoo. But I saw a thing when I was checking out this week when I went to go get flowers for my kid for my husband to give to my kid on Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, you want to ask me how many how much I got for Valentine's Day? I'll quit boohooing <laughs> about it. But anyway, uh, Scott Peterson is getting released from prison and they're reopening the case saying he was innocent. And he didn't kill Lacey Peterson. Really? Yeah. I meant to research it completely. I have no idea. Yeah, we'll definitely have to dive. We'll into have that to. We'll at, have at to dig point. because I completely like. I was sitting there and I was like, "What the f?" You've I'm still got trying to, to figure out like right kidney. now why every time I get on TikTok, it's they're like missing kids everywhere. Yeah, that are like just. It's because our phones listen to us. Please. I'm telling you. <laughs> My okay, I'm not kidding. This guy at work was talking about how he loved Mr. Pimple Popper, which grosses me. Oh out. yeah, it's freaking disgusting. And I, he was telling me all about this episode, and I was Billy, Billy, shush, I don't want to hear, I don't want to yeah, hear. Yeah, he was talking about it. The next day, guess what's all over my TikTok feed, all over my Facebook advertisements, <laughs> all this pimple popping crap. No, that I don't want to see. I'm so out. I yelled at him, and I was like, Billy. For the next week, every time he'd come in my office, you left. You've literally took the heater. <laughs> it was cold and you well, left. You took the heater completely away from just. Actually, I was at least trying to share. <laughs> I was at least trying to share. <laughs> you left and I forgot because I got toasted. Anyway, so next week, every time he'd walk in my office, he'd just scream by my phone, Pimple popping. And so the ads continued. So, yes, it does listen to you. And as much as we talk about this crap, you know what our, our algorithms probably look like? <laughs> the first suspect in any crime near us? Yeah. 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 Anyways, but yeah. No, I just saw it when I was standing at Food City, and it said Scott Peterson released, trial reopening, and I was like, what? Yeah. I, I, well, I we'll definitely have to look it. it up. Yeah. I meant to, and I completely forgot about it until I was looking at your ugly mug. So Thanks, man. I uh, I actually still every once in a great while go back to Lake Mead just to see if anything was new from when we did our, yeah, our yeah. fifty state tour, just because you know, just see inquiring minds and Twisted. all that. Yeah, pretty much. Mm, well, uh, so it's Lisa's turn to talk. It is my turn. I uh, what I you actually got? I I kind of rambled on for a lot of pages on this one, and we both know how much I really like to put things into my own words. You know. So I uh, I actually gave you a title tonight, and it and it's you called did. Otis Tool is a Tool. She's real creative with the wordplay. Super, guys. and you should like just paste that in neon. Okay, you know it's the best yeah. title ever. You know, <laughs> shut, shut up. Like a kindergartner writing a book. I don't even feel bad. <laughs> like the a elephant, <laughs> the gray elephant is gray. Dog goes bark. It's a bark. play on words, Faith. It was creative for me. It's interesting. It was spelt two different ways, two different meanings, but it's the same word. You know, it was great. Uh, yeah. Shut up. I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah. I oh god, I hate you. <laughs> and here we go with another lovely night between me and my wonderful sister-in-law, whom I love very much. She does not. 
All right, so I will, in fact, be talking about Otis Tool tonight. I'm sure that name possibly might ring some bells. And he's Maybe a not tool. at all. He is a tool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, Otis Tool, uh, born in Jacksonville, Florida. Of course. In 1947. His parents were less than adequate. Of course. Uh, of course. Shocker, shocker. I know. His dad was a raging alcoholic and abusive at that. His mother was not much better. When Otis was five, uh, one of his father's friends came over and paid Otis's dad so that he could molest Otis. Oh. The man took him into the back room, molested, and raped the boy. At five. At five, yeah. Now, before before I continue, okay, with with the rest of Otis's story, I would his just name like is Otis, I, not Otis, just a Otis. Same difference. I, I always I kept reading it, reading it as, oh my god, I quit. <laughs> she talks for a living. I do. So yeah, 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 yeah. I get out of here. All right. So Otis, I still like Otis. Either way, because that's his name. It's Otis. Why do I keep saying all? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a keep long. Keep reading night. your story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can still read a map, okay? <laughs> we'll just throw that out there. Anybody who has never listened to the podcast before, you just go do some 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 digging. Shut it. And we'll see how great Faith is at uh, map mythology. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right away. Yeah, I keep going. All right. So before I continue with the rest of Otis's story, <clears throat> I would like to say for the record that a lot of the information came from Otis himself. Okay. So I'm just going to say, take what I say with an open mind. Yeah. Uh, because I couldn't tell you how much of it is actually true. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. Anyways, I am, I'm pretty sure some of it was true. Well, yeah. There's going to be a grain of truth th- in there's it. There's no, yeah. You but he's also going to either elabor- yeah, yeah. elaborate. And- so Otis's father eventually abandoned them. That's him and his family. After he and sold his uh, left Otis and his siblings with their mother. She was an abusive woman like dad, oh, but perfect. more mentally abusive, you know. She Doesn't didn't straight help. up punch him in the face. As a matter of fact, she would dress him up as a girl and call him Susan. Uh, oh. Yeah. She apparently did this as a form of punishment to pretty much humiliate him when he did something she found inappropriate. Oh. Apparently. Just gonna, I'll probably throw that word out there a few times. I don't know. Because, you know, you, there's three sides to every story, Faith. Yours, mine, Yours, mine and the truth. All right. It's not as inappropriate, though, after your son's virginity, we'll call it, is sold his innocence at five. Yeah, at five. Then you're going to dress him like a girl and call him Susan when you're mad at him? Yeah, actually, the more I went through this story, like at least the first half of the story, the more I went through it, I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, you know, really now you're going to mess with the heater, turn it back to yourself and shut it off completely? I, didn't. I had it tilted to myself. You're and the then worst. I t- put it back you're down. the worst. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we talk about these stories all the time. Yeah. When we do our podcast about people with, or serial killers, whatever, with horrible, yeah. horrible It's, it's not a real childhood. far leap of right. how they end up the way they do. Oh, absolutely. But I was just sitting there thinking to myself, like, can we not just, like, kill these parents? And then maybe the kids would stand a chance. But then right? I'm sitting there like, you know, uh, Jordan Turpin, that name ring a bell? Turpin does. Yeah. So. Not our friend. No, okay. not that guy. Yeah, that's totally different. No, she that's... was, uh, they called it, I think they called it like the House of Horrors. Yeah. Where she ended up escaping. Yes. Didn't even barely speak like 
coherent words because she was completely uneducated, like the whole night. Yeah. Her parents literally tortured the kid. Yeah. Right. And she ended up escaping, doing that whole night. I'm just like, she had the advantage of being able to live like a, a normal life, or yeah. so they thought. But all the kids that were in that house, three of the youngest ones put got put in foster who were re-abused sexually Such in the crap. foster system. So I'm sitting here thinking to myself, all right, yeah, even if the government took the kids, yeah, really, what, what chance do they have? Not much. Right? It's a 50-50 crap <sighs> shoot. Re-get re back into my, uh, my, my words here. Like I said, dress him up as a girl, form of humiliation. Apparently, his sister would dress him up too, but from what I can understand, it was because she wanted a sister. Oh. Um, she would also call him Susan and force him to play games with him that always turned sexual. So at their age, I, this is literally me just making a, a an outlandish uh, claim. Yeah. I, I'm assuming that she was probably molested herself, right? Like if, yeah, when, you know, people are, oh, let's play a game. It's a fun game. Whatever. Correct. And being as young as they were, again, it's not a big it's, leap yeah, to yeah, say I mean, that you, you do what you know. Well, kind quite of thing. frankly, if he was, if if his dad sold him at five, probably doing the same thing to a little girl. I guarantee the little girl was either molested by the father and or his friends for a price. Well, there were things that also claimed there was a lot of abuse that was just going on. Um, Wowza! So sister was doing the same thing to him. Uh, so it was claimed to other family members, which I just said. Uh, and neighbors were also sexually abusing Otis at that time. Jeez, uh, oh, Pete. Otis came out as gay at age 10. So according to him, this only made his abuse worse. There was. It, oh, yeah, because it's like the, what, 50s when he's 10? Yeah. It wasn't looked upon highly then. It was yeah, illegal no. in some states still. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Um, he didn't really stand a chance. Not even a little bit, no. Uh, the one, there was one person in his life, though, who did care for him. And he cared for her. And that was his, uh, I think it was his mom's mom. It, it was his grandma, but they, uh, paternal grandmother. Maternal would be his mom's mom's. So then paternal it was, it was dad's father's. Then. Yeah. So, okay. So paternal. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, this woman was a Satan worshiper. Um, she called Otis the devil's child. Okay. And according to him, taught him all about rituals self-mutilation, and even took him grave, grave robbing where they would steal body parts from corpses. So when you said that there was someone that actually cared about him, I thought it was going to be someone. Yeah, you would think, right? That's like, what I thought. Like, <laughs> care of him. Not someone that was like, hey, you're mentally and emotionally disturbed. Let me make it worse. Right. Yeah, totally. Okay. Because I, I was just kind of like, kind of really hammering in that this kid mm, probably never stood a chance. Okay. No, he did not. Like, not even a little bit. No, 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 no. Nobody around to help. Nobody, nobody to fix things. So, anyway, in the 1950s. Well, yeah, he did. His sweet nan that took him to rob Gray. His sweet and nana. taught him about <laughs> self mutilation. That's who he had to take care of him. God, I don't even want to like. You know, people are like, could you imagine how that conversation went? No, no, I don't want I don't to want imagine to. how that conversation went. To. Oh, my God. Cricket. So in uh, the 1950s, Otis started running away from home. Wonder why. On and off. But he always went back. To the why? House. Legitimate question. He didn't have any more. Well, the 1950s, I'm assuming if he was born in for what you said, 46, 47, 
47. So the 50s, he's still like. He was still pretty young. A kid. He doesn't yeah. have a choice but to go back. She's. Mm-hmm. So, again, like I said, um, he would run away on and off, always went back to the house. But while he was out roaming the streets at this young age, he started to light fires to vacant homes, pretty much just to watch them burn. Uh, according to him, he would get sexual gratification from doing so. Okay. Now, I- I'm just going to reiterate. Take everything I say that Otis says with a grain of salt because we really don't know. But I'm sure he truth. did. Yeah, I, I would not be surprised. Again. It's not like he had a wholesome childhood. Right, yeah. His good memories, again, are grave robbing rituals and self-mutilization. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't mean to laugh, but it's 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 not comedic in that sense. It's it's you laugh because it's uncomfortable. And that's how I like it's so outlandish. My wires are crossed. You but know it's what I mean? So outlandish. Like Usually when we talk about horrific childhoods and stuff, there's like the one person that takes care of them. And the one person that took care of him, sweet, sweet Nan, yeah. taught him how to hurt himself and go rob graves. Basically. And worship the devil. Yeah. And her sweet, her sweet her sweet, sweet nickname for him was Satan's Child. So mm. which, you know Devil's Child. Okay, fine. The Devil's, the devil's child. child. And in yeah. the nineteen fifties in America, um, the devil was not, you know, a good figure. He's not still. No. Yeah. And Satanism wasn't wild, you know, wide. It wasn't as, you know, accepted as it is today. Right. So you're talking. It 19- was frowned upon. Yeah. You're talking <laughs> yeah. about 1950s Bible nation. Yeah. And the only person that loves you calls you the devil's child, which that's when they well, had prayer I mean, in uh, school let's and be, let's everything be like else. Just 100% so. real. We won't even go with the love aspect. The only person that didn't like hurt you, abuse you, yes, that you do sexually, of. yeah, because she did abuse him. Oh yeah, she mentally. taught him how to mutilate himself. Yeah, yeah. So neither here nor there. Right? So I wouldn't really call her the best figure in his life. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, okay, probably not. That's why I laugh. It's yeah. so yeah, outlandish. Yeah, and then we're like, well, how did he end up that way? Oh, I don't know. You want a map? You want A to B? Yeah. You want alphabetically most important to least important? Well, I think that's a lot, of, a lot of stuff that goes on. Like when we, when we start talking about like child trafficking and stuff like that, I think it's it, you hear stuff like this and your brain won't go there because no. you're a normal human being. I had a great okay? childhood. That, but do you know what I'm saying? Though? Yeah. Like people that hear about, they wouldn't actually be doing that. This they would. Not, yeah, yeah, they would. They would. They would. There's sick people in this world, but that's why I laugh because it's just so. It's sad, but it's like, really? Yeah, like, it's almost like... You didn't have one family member that wasn't like, come live with me, I'll take care of you? But a lot of people don't, though. Make you PB&Js and cookies and milk? Not even close. Not this Not this guy. My kid thinks I'm abusing her if I don't pack her sushi for lunch. <laughs> I mean... Well, I guess that's the difference between a normal human being and, and, and that this. So, anyway, he... uh. Wound up dropping out of school about uh, 14 years old. Shocker. And he dove into Satanism. a porn obsession. Oh. Because, you know, tomato, tomato. that makes it better. Yeah, right? no. Because you already have absolutely no idea of sex whatsoever. There's no passion. There's no love, love involved. There's nothing. Then you dive into porn where it's just as bad. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, none yeah. of that's real. And it wasn't just. 
the porn obsession, he had an obsession with like bondage stuff. Oh yeah, so the it darker was, porn. Yeah. So, because he's probably trying to make sense of what was done to him. Yeah. In a nutshell, I guess. She's a. Or beast. that's at that point, like his mind was so trained to that that it's it's the only thing that uh, it's what he's used to made him happy. You know what I mean? It's what he's used to. Mm. Wow. So anyway, he also started uh, frequenting gay bars at this time. Again, fourteen. Wow. But so. needing money, um, <clears throat> he started to prostitute himself. Wasn't a big leap to that. His first John would be his first kill. Oh. He claimed after they had sex, he freaked out and ran the drone over with the car. Okay. This would be the first life of many lives he would admit to taking. He said after he uh, killed that John, he felt powerful. At 17 years old, he was arrested for the first time for loitering and was in and out of jail for petty crimes. And after a while, he became a drifter. And started traveling from place to place, prostituting himself and begging for money to survive. In 1974, at 24 years old, he was living in Lincoln, Nebraska. A woman who was working in an adult bookstore had found, uh, her body had been found dead nearby the, the store with multiple gunshot wounds to her head and her chest. Well, he didn't have sex the and store, freak out with her. Yep, the store had been robbed. A bunch of uh, bondage porn magazines had been stolen. Oh, good. And Otis was the prime suspect. But due to eyewitness accounts and lack of evidence, Otis was never charged. Now, I'm just going to throw this out here. There were eyewitness testimonies that the guy was like 5'2", all this other stuff. Otis was a tall guy. I think he was like 6'2", something like that. It didn't fit the description. Yeah. Literally. But because Otis looked like Otis and was creepy as hell. Yeah. And had a, uh, had a history. Well, nobody knew that at the time. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, it could have been possible. It could not have been. Nobody knows. All right? So, he oh, ended he up. does look like an inbreeder. Uh-huh. Why, you, of course you would look up a photo. All right, well, so. You said because Otis looks like Otis, so yeah. I wanted to see what he looked like. An mm. inbreeder. I don't blame you for checking. All right. So, he ended up leaving Nebraska and moving to Colorado. He, uh, <clears throat> committed another murder in the same year, 74, in a massage parlor. He entered the parlor right at close and at gunpoint told two women to give him all the money they had, which was basically 60 bucks. So he took out a rope, tied him up, and stabbed one of the women repeatedly and then slashed her throat while the other woman watched. He then turned his attention to her. He drug her to another room, raped her, stabbed her, and shot her. He set both of them on fire <clears throat> I'm wow. sorry. And watched as they burned. Okay. As it turned out, despite being stabbed and having a throat cut and being set on fire, the first woman that he didn't, uh, no. yeah, she survived. That sucks for her. Oh, no. No, no. Um, she was actually able to give a statement and a description of the man who did it to her. He was 6'2", clean shaved, <clears throat> and drove a white pickup. But... Sir Otis was already gone, driving to his new town. Because like I said, guy's a drifter. He just keeps on a moving, right? They arrested another man in the case who had an alibi, didn't match the description. And you can't see because I'm like rolling my eyes as soon as I was sitting here listening to this and then reading it. It's real life. Like, 
they arrested this guy and I didn't give names. If you guys want to go out, do your own research, go ahead. But the podcast is going to be long enough. So if you want to hear more about it, like you got to seek it out yourself. All right. Do, do some homework. Why? Who did they arrest? Is this another killer? Uh, anyways. So they arrested this guy, uh, because information and limited time, I'll tell you, research it to yourself because the guy sat in prison for a very long time. Oh, no. And he, he didn't... had an alibi. Uh-huh. They were desperate to close the case, apparently. This was, th- again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go, like, uh, everything's the cop's fault, back the blue, don't back the blue, they're all retarded. I- I'm not saying stuff like that, okay? Yeah. Deal is, when, when, you, when the pressure's coming down on you like that, you want to solve a case. You solve the case. You solve the case. <laughs> you should just do it correctly. That would be nice. That would be very nice. Because you're not solving it if you put an innocent man in jail. That's just another crime. Yeah. Yeah, you're not helping anybody. Anyways, so still in Colorado, he claimed to have taken another woman's life by shooting her in the head. (laughs) As more pressure in Colorado was coming down on him, he decided to leave and drift on to somewhere new. Oh, that's what we do. According to him, throughout the late 60s and early 70s, he drove across the United States never staying in the same place very long. And after his eight-year journey, he made it back to his hometown in Jackson, Florida. And back then, they didn't have, like, all the CCTV and everything else. Mm-mm. So nobody, like, there's no, I mean, if he's just driving from town to town. I mean, I was going to say at this point, too, there's, there's, there's no DNA. There's no. nothing. There's, there's nothing. Yeah. So during this eight-year journey that, you know, he, he had talked about, those those murders had occurred within this you know, eight-year road trip <clears throat> that Otis had took. Jeez, oh, Pete. So, gets back to Jacksonville, ends up moving back in with his mother, his stepfather, his niece, his niece and his nephew, which are the children of the sister who... That abused him. That abused him. Good. So, she Where's wasn't exactly sane. I actually think she died of a drug overdose, like, later on. Wonder why. But again, we're not going to get into all that. So... Um, Otis started uh, visiting local soup kitchens um, where he could get food, and he also chose to pick up men that way. Because, again, yeah. at 10 years old, he said he was gay. So... If he's gay, why is he targeting raping and, and killing raping women? women? I don't know. There's, it's, like, I'm serious. But most of the times, all the times you've mentioned that he's raped and killed women, it's been because of a robbery. Mm-hmm. So it's just there. Maybe. Maybe. Like I said, I... <clears throat> doing this whole thing that when I was doing this research, Faith, I'm not kidding. I was just like, I know you guys can't see my facial expressions. That's yeah. what I was just doing to Faith. Like, it just doesn't make sense. And now I'm starting to talk yeah. too fast. But it just, it's it's weird. All right. Okay. So in 1976, he would meet a man and begin, begin a relationship that literally was a match made. Now. Okay. okay. Otis's lover's name was Henry Lee Lucas, which also might ring a bell to some of you. But we won't go there. Henry was already convicted of murder. He had killed his mother after an argument and was sentenced to 20 to 40 years for second degree murder. So how's he out already? But was released 10 years later in 1970 (sighs) because of... Good behavior? Prison overcrowding. Oh, even better. Even better. Let's keep those potheads in and let these horrible murderers go. Oh, no, it it gets so much better. So in, uh, yeah, one year later, Henry uh, was arrested again 
for the attempted kidnapping of three young schoolgirls and then released again in 75. Why? Overcrowding again? Honestly, at that time, I'm serious, but like, I'm going to be real life. At that time, like the, the crimes against kids were just, it's like not even relevant, man. Like people that would molest kids still to this day, they serve a sentence of like what? Three to 10 years max for hurting a kid. Yeah. Come on. And you know, back then in the seventies, it wasn't any better. Okay. So again, he was released in 75. They met in 76. They both thought they had found their soulmates. If you you take in the facts, they pretty much did. Yeah. Like, yeah. Personality wise. Like, like, how does that happen? How did two weird twisted. And if you want to, I'm just going to go ahead and allow you the opportunity to please look up a, a photo of Henry Lee Lucas. Because he's just as good looking as good old Otis. Henry okay. Lee Lucas. Henry Lee Lucas. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah. He's an inbreeder too. I think I think like Max. Max. Inside together. Inside his mouth. He maxed three teeth. Like <laughs> Are we sure they're not from the Appalachian region? Oh, bag. They're both gargoyles. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Look at this picture of Otis. He doesn't even look alive. Right. He looks dead. He looks like the crypt keeper. Yes. Like I don't oh. I know. Okay. Guys, I'm sorry. Faith and I have to make light of some of this stuff. And it's not because we're twisted and morbid or whatever. Is. It's 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 because it, they it, deserve it brings it. life to us talking about such depravity. Okay. That's not a good endorsement either. <laughs> <laughs> it brings life uh, to us to talk about the deepest, darkest reaches of the human mind. No, to make fun of. Oh like, yes, yes. The dumb. The the, the uh, Oh uh, oh oh! I was listening to a podcast yesterday while I was cleaning my house. Was it mine? Because I'm still trying to read. It's not. Continue. And they <laughs> talked about somebody, and they were like, "Yeah, she's gonna bob at him," and I was like. What? And I got so mad. And they were like, well, I mean, he did abuse her. And I was like, okay, thank you. There you go. Anyway. And it wasn't, it, it was a good, that was a good call. That was a good cast. That was a good cast. That was a good cast. Anyway, continue. Anyways, all right. So they found their soulmates. They did. They would commit uh, petty crimes together. Uh-huh. They worked together. And according to both of them, they would kill together. I'm sure they did. Oh, yeah. For years, these two uh, drove around. The U.S. right, and pretty much raped, pillaged, and murdered together. Excellent. At some point, uh, they took Otis's niece and nephew again, his sister's kids. Not a big shock. And um, saw that coming. Yeah, with them, and used the kids as cover. They claimed that. Oh, I thought they were going to be abusing the kids. Not there yet. You're still talking. Anyway, you ready? So they claimed. <clears throat> they would leave the kids in the car while they would go rob and kill their victims. And they would, you know, everything was just great. There was their, the kids were the cover story. Because who would, who would. What a good life for those two kids. Who would let's, suspect let's two guys with kids, right, run around. And right. mental damage. So, it wasn't long before Henry began molesting Otis's niece. And then they apparently started a relationship. So, I think, I think she was like 12 or 13 when okay, this started. That's okay? not a relationship. So, I can only assess, right. Based on Otis's life, Henry's life, the life that Otis's sister lived through. Yeah. Those kids were probably abused too. They were and now if they weren't before. Probably had no like 
the girl probably was so brainwashed at that time. It's just normal to it her. It was just normal in a nutshell. But why? if they're gay, Again, why, why are they choosing the girl? Pure speculation. Hmm? If they're gay, why are they choosing the girl? I couldn't tell you. Could not tell you. There is, not that I there want was, the boy to be abused. There was nothing but... about like any of this that ever really made sense because... Again, I guess we'll, that it's we'll gonna get piss there. off Otis that his niece, hmm? quote unquote, stole his man. Oh, honey. So <sighs> they all uh, eventually decided together. Well, you know, Otis and Henry, that they were going to travel up to Maryland, where a bunch of Henry's relatives were living, and they were going to go stay with them. Okay. On the way there, bet he had a good childhood too. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure he did. But he's a completely different podcast. Like totally different podcast. Gotcha. So on the way, Otis ended up falling really ill, getting real sick, and Henry took him to the hospital. Um, Otis was not in, in good shape. Uh, so Henry made the ultimate decision to just go ahead and take the kids and oh. left to go to his relative's house. Okay. What Mostly was wrong with Otis. Do we know? He was sick. That was pretty much what I got. So. Uh, he basically left because he didn't want to pay Otis's hospital bills, which is pretty much what he said in a statement after all this was all over. But again, he's a different story. So Henry was soon caught by the police, taken to custody for stealing a truck. I think it was Otis's cousin's truck that he was accused of stealing. So the kids were taken to Houston. Why are you giggling? Because you keep pulling out snacks. I haven't eaten today. Well, that's good for you. It's four o'clock. I'm hungry. You go right ahead. Let me get back into it. Stole his cousin's truck. Stole the car. All right. So Henry got busted. They took the kids and put them back into the custody of their mother. And uh, which wasn't much better, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure not. But again, <clears throat> new podcast. So is that annoying? Uh, all right. So eventually, Otis recovered from his sickness, but was completely alone. Um. So. His lover man stole his children in the vehicle. No, stole his niece and nephew, anyway. So he went back to uh, Florida. <clears throat> so on his way back, he claimed to have murdered many others. All right. In 1983, Otis was finally arrested and charged with arson, where apparently he killed, I think it was like a 64-year-old guy that was in the house when he set it on fire. And that was when the floodgates opened. He began claiming responsibilities for murders across the U.S., telling police that he and Henry raped and tortured hundreds of people. And if you're wondering why I didn't like get into all the murders that he committed or that he supposedly claimed to commit was because they could only tie him to like five. Okay. All right. So between Otis and Henry, who was also arrested, but in Texas for killing Otis's niece, he killed her. He killed her. When did that happen? I thought the kids went back to again, different podcast. You gotta, you gotta let Henry go at this point. We're not That's talking about Henry. Story. It is, dude. But they, we, this would be like a ten episode podcast if I got into Henry. But I thought they took the kids and sent them back to their mom. So how did he get her again? Again, that would be the Henry podcast. Are you doing that one next? Ah, uh, I don't know yet. I haven't decided. Yes. I haven't decided. I haven't decided. She I will don't be. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So between the two of them. They confessed to killing 100 people. No, wait. No, no. 200 people. No, wait. Like, 300 people. Their their number of body counts yeah. was, like, ever-changing. Gotcha. In a nutshell. All right? That's why we don't believe them. No, we don't. So, 
<sighs> cops from all over the corners of the United States. This is annoying. Pause the damn cast. Uh, we've been pausing. Don't assault Brian. It's no, on. I'm it's, leaving. It's on video camera. Recording. No, Recording. I just want to get through it. You're pissing me off. Why? It's not my fault. Your family's crazy. You you encourage. <laughs> so the whole case became like celebrity status. Okay? Of course. The popularity of it became absolutely insane. They were both on the news. They were on every newspaper, every outlet at that time. And everyone was saying that these guys claimed to have killed like over 200 and whatever people. Right? In the 70s and 80s were like serial killers are us. Right. No joke, right? Yeah, there was, yeah, there was a lot going on, right? So cops from all corners of the U.S. came to interview Otis trying to get their cold cases solved. They showed him pictures of their victims and in some uh, statements that were made in the research that I did, there, there were actually police feeding him information about their cases. Just to get it solved. In a nutshell, that's kind of what I think. I mean, because it's a cold case, right? Like, you don't have any other leads. You have no idea. And then here comes this guy who's like, oh, I, I traveled around I the world it. killing people. Yeah. yeah. And so he was literally confessing to murder after murder after murder. And you can find the, the interviews um, of Otis and Henry all over YouTube. Otis. 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 Yeah, I know. Right. I did it again. I suck. <laughs> Otis. Uh, all over YouTube. And I watched. A lot. And to be honest, at one point I found out that uh, Otis had a IQ of 75. Okay. So he was like wicked smart, right? And as I watched these interviews, he seemed so evil, but <clears throat> at the same time, like... Well, he is the devil's child. Touche. I also think that he was almost entertained by the idea. Uh, yeah. Like, it was attention-seeking, right? And it, it was... All right, so, like, you sit there, you talk to somebody, somebody gets invested into your story, and the more horrific he got and the more reaction he was getting, the more detailed he would become, right? Okay, well, let's whether, be honest. Whether the details were accurate, irrelevant. He liked the attention. Well, let's, let's look at, I mean, just look at him. At five years old, he was sold, probably for, like, a six-pack of beer, and his whole life is being neglected abused, being called Susan and dressed up. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally, and physically abused. He wants someone to want him. Yeah. Like that's the gist. Um, every human being that that's want, the like, desire. It's an intrinsic part of our nature is to want to be wanted. Mm -hmm. You want to belong. You want someone to care about you. You want you just want that. So he's finally getting that in his mind. Someone's paying an attention to him just for him. Right. It's like they say about kids all the time. As long as they're getting attention, they don't care if it's negative or positive. They yeah. just want so the he's, attention. He's getting people that aren't hurting him to just sit and talk to him. And for that's him, up. that's the first time that's ever happened. So while vile and clearly deranged, and I know he absolutely, okay, like that was beyond the shadow of a doubt. I feel like he was led into a lot of the confessions that he made. To solve cases that had burdened police for years. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they they could, you, again, you would have to, like, I'll, I'm going to cite out a lot of this stuff at one point. <laughs> what the hell? I missed my mouth. 
obviously. You're like a friggin' savage over here, like. My neck was hungry. Yeah, uh, apparently. All right. So, again, I, I think a lot of the confessions that he gave were for police to just close the case. Yeah. Whether it was real, whether it was so not, those, nobody you, knows. You yeah. stabbed her first, right? Yeah, because. And then there's... what What did you use a strangler with? No, not that. Did you use a rope you found, maybe? Yeah. In a nutshell. I can't blame the cops for that. Like, I get it. Like, but it you have cases. Help. I know. But it you have cases like that that are. And, and put behind bars the wrong person. Mm-mm. The original person is still out there. But. It's just like last week when the love triangle. Yeah. Bill did it, but uh, Ed has already been in jail, so we'll just blame her. Right. Even though no, I get that. I totally do. But at the same time, this scenario is a bit different, considering the fact that this guy did has actually been but convicted you're still of a like murder five murders somewhere. Go, go free. free. I agree. And what people will do in haste yeah. is pretty incredible, especially when you know the the general public is. Yeah. Up in arms. Like, yeah. why haven't you figured this out yet? Like, I can't. I mean, I get it. I, you want to talk about something right. like that's difficult is trying to figure out a murder when you have like no clues. Oh, yeah. Especially back then. Yeah. And and the pressure that gets put on these police departments to like solve this case. Unreal. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're not prophetic. They don't know. Yeah. So anyway, when you meet somebody as truly evil as Otis Tool is. True. It, it's not a leap for these cops to think he probably murdered this person too. Yeah. Okay. So likely he did probably murder a portion of them, right? Yeah. But there's not enough evidence to back his story. So I think he was only convicted of five. And then one of the research uh, shows and stuff that I had watched said that it was probably six, but circumstantial. Yeah. Right. But that's a far cry from a hundred. So, yeah. But reliable, Otis was not. All right. I have no doubt that the hundreds of murders he confessed to, some were, like, actually true. But the dude was confessing to everything. All of them. Any open murder case. And it was things that he could not have, like, while he was in some of the areas at the time, there was no way to actually say he murdered here and then drove like a thousand miles away in a day and killed again. Yeah. Like it's, it wasn't feasible. Okay. So yeah. Anyways. So like, I I don't even know. They, um, started the, uh, second half of the Otis tool story. Cause I told you this one was going to have to be a two parter. So is this the end of part one? Not there yet. I started the second half. I'm trying to think of, we're, we're, we're resolved here. How is there? That, this is what I've been thinking like the past 10 minutes is mm-hmm. you said this is a two parter. He's in jail. So where's part two? Like I said, I started the second half of Otis tool. And again, when I. All right. I could have done both parts on everything that yeah. Otis tool did. OK. Talk about the murders in depth. Talk about him and Henry's relationship in depth. All this other stuff. But I ended up running across a confession that Otis had made that took me down a rabbit hole. Oh, I do love rabbit I will never forget this whole this whole deal. Well, he probably did kill over 100 people. Yeah. 
or didn't kill a hundred over a hundred people. He was absolutely a serial. But Otis Tool confessed to a murder that would have made him responsible for one murder that turned two parents into warriors. Okay. And I'll tell you all about it next time. Oh, you suck. Oh, seriously? Seriously, I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, Faith, like, I was just, I was dead set on just doing the whole thing because I started listening to the guy's story and I'm like, oh my, what do you expect? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, we talked about it the entire time. He's yeah. like, he was literally raised to, to do be, dumb things. To be a psychopath. Yeah. yeah. But then the more I started, like, listening into it, I'm just like, okay, fine. Like, I get it. Like, and we, you and I have had this conversation about a thousand times. Like, nature versus nurture. Yeah. There, and, and there's, everybody always says the same thing. Nature, it's nurture, it's this, it's that. If kids just had the experience, but then some people go outside of their, yeah, absolutely. And, and there's so many people that have horrible childhoods. Yeah, my dad did. Who, who came out on the other end better than they ever started, right? Yeah. So nobody really knows, like, what that, what that part is, it, right? What, I think it's just, where it's the a things lot just, of things building up. Which I think is why a lot of the times I think I like doing the shows, especially when I read some of the crap and talk about some of the crap that we've talked about it, like I'm a hundred percent in tune when I'm out a hundred percent. Like where's Caleb? Where's Brian? Yeah. How far behind me are they? How far ahead of me they are. And I do, I do the same thing myself. Like if I'm walking just from the grocery store to my car, I look behind me. Oh like, yeah. I'm, I don't want to be caught off guard. Right. Mm-hmm. No, that is no way to live. Approach That's no way. Slowly. Yeah. Make sure to look all the way And that's the so car. not a way to live. And, and the majority of people who probably don't do what we do and listen to some of the whacked out crap that we talk about, don't do that. Well, they're fat, dumb, and happy. Yeah. Maybe not really fat, but you right. know what I mean. That's not like us. As I've just eaten a bag of cheese fries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even feel bad. I don't either. Don't even feel bad. It was an individual bag. I used to be bag. super skinny and athletic. I've I could probably been... run faster then, though. I will say that's it. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> like... I'm good. We're too heavy to kidnap. That's, too, that's sure. right. <laughs> <laughs> Try picking me up, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not moving. No. And if you can make me move, I will go with you. Then you deserve we the are prize. so 100% not that big. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys. There is there is no, like, forklift that is having to. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to deconstruct our <laughs> house to get us out. Oh, uh, couch-shaped woman. Those I'll are goals. You. But like I said. You can see what forms a human being in their childhood, for sure, especially because children themselves are easily influenced. You know what I mean? Being exposed to things of sexual nature or evil in nature at a young age is it's going to mess with them. And uh, so I don't I honestly I don't think that Otis with a 75 IQ ever stood a chance. No. Does it does it wipe out? No. The things he did? No. Not even a little bit. But you understand how he got there. Yeah. But then again, on the other hand, I don't, because you have people that have had horrific childhoods. Yeah. My dad did. Both of his brothers did. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. my cousin was le- brought into crack houses on Christmas Eve and left there while his dad went to do crack. Like, they had horrible and childhoods. And a married man with kids and... And both my uncles are doing great now. Yep. So, do you know what I mean? Like, they never perpetuated the abuse cycle. My dad was the best dad ever. Yeah, like, they broke the chains. So, I don't... So, on the one hand, I can 
read through Otis's story and say, well, yeah, this is why he's the way he is. But the other half of my brain is like, but dad's not. So it's not even just that. I always like refer back to the previous generation. Like these are the people that raised Otis. How did nobody know? Right. How did nobody ever say anything? And if, if, Something was said, and they had been arrested. You look at the the criminal justice system, right? And it's a slap on the wrist. Yeah. How many How many parents get their kids back who shouldn't? A lot. Okay. Like, that's just. I mean, it's 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 no different today. How many kids are being abused day in and day out, and they go to public schools, and no one notices? But how do you notice? You've got a room full of thirty five kids. Yeah. How do you notice the one? And it's not even just the school system. I'm talking about neighbors and stuff in yeah. general. And well, lower, so I, 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 I can promise you, there are so many people in this world who have seen something that wasn't quite right and said nothing. Oh, yeah. Hundo. I'm just saying. See something, say something. I agree with that statement 100%. Well, it's just like I was, uh, I was watching TikTok this morning slash afternoon before I had to get up <laughs> to come to your house. And I was watching an interview on, um, I don't remember what it's called, but it was Sophia Bush. Okay. Was, who played on One Tree Hill, which mm-hmm. we loved, right? And we used to go to Jenna's, or me you and Jenna would meet up every week to watch One Tree Hill. And Sophia Bush was doing an interview on, like, some podcast, and she was talking about, I th- it was either the producer or the director of One Tree Hill, and how how manipulating and emotionally and physically abusive he was. Yeah. And she said that like he like mentally like would mess with them by telling her that the other two girl co-stars, like the main characters, Hillary and Joy were bad mouthing her and coming to him saying all this stuff, but he did the same one to each girl. So all the girls hated each other, but they, Sophia said that like it really, that's what, hurts her the most because they were such good friends they clicked so instantly and they lost years hating each other but more than that like she said you could tell a man wrote a lot of the stuff because he would have like there it's a it's a school about high schoolers right right and he'd have the girls like in underwear lingerie yep and so they'd have to do photo shoots she was 2021 at the time and they do photo shoots and it came to find out this guy had a pin board in his office of all these young girls in their underwear and she was like it's incredibly violating and she said 18 women on my show wrote a letter to like a petition to the new show he was doing at the time which i don't remember it was a cw show and 25 of the the people on that show said he's doing the same thing to us and everyone she said you know when we finally got out of the show we realized it was not everybody knew that he does these things yeah like she said, it wasn't that uncommon for him to pull one of the young girls into his office for a quote unquote one on one. And it was all this stuff. And she said, until me too, no one gave a crap. Now he's not working. But before that, he did whatever he wanted. He did whatever he wanted yeah. to these young kids that are on this show. And she said, what? And she said, can I tell 20, you something else that bothers the shit said, out of me? She said, as a 21 year old girl talking to my 35 year old married boss, it never occurred to me to say no or to not believe what he was saying was true. But you know what makes me more and more mad? So you were talking about um, this 21, 22-year-old girl uh, yeah. in her skimpy whatevers, yeah. right? She's being betrayed, portrayed as a high schooler Yeah. on TV. Yeah. 
I mean, does anybody else not see anything well, wrong so with we're that? Like, it's a, kids younger and younger. Well, it's not even things. just. I'm just like thinking about the men and the women who are over the age of consent, looking at stuff like this, and it's not a bad thing. Like, how is that not a bad? It's is that not? Like, I don't care that it's not real because they are in fact 21, yeah. 22, 18, yeah. whatever. Okay. But they do it on kids shows still, on teenage where it's that's legitimate what I'm teenagers. Yeah. On all these little MTV shows. Little scandaly yeah. dress. I'm I'm sorry. And then that's how the girls go. I out do in have a problem with that because it's crap. I, I'm not even just talking about like the lingerie scenes, but like the sex scenes that they will post yeah. on on a Netflix special or whatever of these kids in high school going at it and that's porn. That's child porn. Yeah, you're conditioning kids and younger you're not even, and like, younger. I know like the exception to the rule is there shouldn't they're be an just, exception they're just to acting. the rule. They're acting. They're not actually in high school. But you're showing not the you're showing high school kids that this is how you should act. Agreed. And Agreed. then we wonder why all these kids are messed up. Yeah. I was looking at the bigger picture and the fact we went that way we're, off we there. are so desensitizing. Oh, hun- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're making not, sex not just adults. Not a big deal. Kids. Because yeah. you're telling me mom and dad aren't watching these shows with Junior in the room? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you start seeing it at a young age now. Oh, like, I know it. Boobies and butt are just in your face nonstop. And so it's not a big deal. And when you get abused, it's, you know, this is what I see on TV. And we'll wrap back around. Otis was, ab- uh, was abused. Yeah, well. All these sexual things didn't mean a thing to him because that's what he knew. Since a young age. Well... That was an unsatisfyingly abrupt ending. I love you. Uh-huh. This will be a part two. It will be. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. I'm gonna Although, you, I'm gonna go I will give say, you a heads up. in your defense, in, in, well, in my defense, Lisa, the whore that she is, <laughs> wanted to record this episode, then have me do an episode, and then her episode. I did, So it'd be yeah. three weeks, and I was like, you can't do I that. I wanted a. her People are, people are going to go look into this episode. I promise you, I will. And she's like, fine. So next well, week will be. It'll be back to back. Fine. Oddest tool part two. No cliffhangers today. Yeah. All right. Well, until next week. All right. Bye. Bye.